Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across the world, starting in Canada, the United States, the Caribbean, Central America, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at com. On MSN Messenger, TV at Hotmail.com, and our website, www.XZoneRadioTV.com. My first guest tonight, Exxon Nation, is in South Africa. Her name is Josephine Slavert. We're going to be talking about constant fear, constant pain. 
why abused children blame themselves. Exonation Josephine grew up in a house full of drug addicts, rapists, thieves, and pimps. She was raped multiple times, lived in constant fear, suffered physical abuse, and was forced to deal drugs. Her abusive husband was embarrassed by her race. It's a nightmare, life like none of us can ever imagine, but similar stories happen all over the world. Now, who can a child turn to when his or her own parents are abusers? The younger they are, when the abuse starts, the more likely a child will blame himself or herself. Josephine is the author of a groundbreaking book entitled Is There Anybody Out There? It's a memoir of abuse and triumph. Joining me now from South Africa is Josephine Slabbert. And Josephine, welcome to the X-Zone. It's my pleasure and honor to be on your show, and I'm so grateful and honored that you have um, asked me to be your guest on the show. Thank you very much. Tell, tell me, what was your inspiration for writing your book? Um, my inspiration for writing this book is, um, you know, I have lived in Constance here for so many years, mm-hmm. and um, I have constant wondered about my children's safety and security. Um, I'm a mother of five daughters, and um, seeing them growing up in in, in, in the, almost the same environment as I grew up, it inspired me mm-hmm. to write this book to, to, to the young girls that is out there um, that has gone through the same abuse that I've gone through. And um, my children inspired me to write this book. It was time. It was time. Uh, statistics are just unbelievable when you go through the different uh, United Nations agencies and the different law enforcement agencies' statistics of governments to see the amount of abuse that children are subjected to these days. It's just unbelievable. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Uh, Josephine, please stand by. Exxon Nation, our guest this hour is Josephine Slambert. And the name of her book is, Is There Anybody Out There? A Memoir of Abuse and Triumph. It's available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and other fine internet book resellers. Uh, all you have to do is just Google in the name of her book, or you just Google Josephine Slabbert. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. Josephine and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. As we continue talking about constant fear, constant pain, why abused children blame themselves. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com and on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Don't go away.
Next on Nation, my guest this hour is Josephine Slavert. Uh, she is a survivor of a lifetime of child and uh, domestic abuse. She is speaking out on normally taboo subjects to help others who suffer realize that they are not alone. Josephine currently lives in South Africa, runs a soup kitchen for her community, and has cared for more than 100 refugee children from war-torn countries. And God bless you for that, Josephine. She is now happily married and the mother of five children. Josephine is the author of Is There Anybody Out There? A Memoir of Abuse and Triumph. Her book is available at authorhouse.com, amazonuk.com, barnesandnoble.com, waterstone.com, sonyreaders.com, Google Edition. Let me see, and the list goes on and on. All you have to do is just Google her name in any search engine, uh, and it's Josephine Slappert, S-L-A-B-B-E-R-T. And Josephine, thanks for, again for being with us. Tell us a little bit about your life. My life, my life started off very rocky from the time I could see and mm-hmm. thought our mama was six years old when I was abused from my stepfather. My mother was a drug addict. Um, my abuse carried on from six years old to 19 years old. And from that abuse um, came two children. My eldest daughter and my second eldest daughter came from that abuse. Um, I could never tell my mother the truth. Um, my mother was constantly using drugs. Mm. She was per- always abusing me physically. And the fear of telling her, uh, I couldn't bear telling her because I I was under her abuse. So I didn't know how she was going to react if I tell her. And she was so in love with the guy, so... Um, it would have made things worse for me at the end of the day. Um, what's supposed to have been my happiest time at school turned out to be a nightmare when the abuse started from my stepfather. Um, my mother um, could never see the abuse because she was constantly so drugged up, trying to teach me how to sell drugs at such a young age. I mean, you have, you started school at six years old. You mm-hmm. come home with a picture drawing from your classroom and you want to show your mother your pretty picture and you couldn't, you know. And um, her, her motto in the house was, you're going to learn how to sell drugs because this is our livelihood. And um, that is what basically how I grew up and when I was, 16 years old, I fell pregnant from my stepfather. I didn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother never knew um, that I was pregnant at that time. I o- could only tell her was when I was almost eight months pregnant. I said, you know, Mom, there's something I need to tell you. I'm pregnant. 
and um, couldn't tell her with the fathers. I had to lie to save myself. And then my first, when my daughter was born, um, that's when um, the trauma just hit me. Um, from there, it just escalated. Mm-hmm. My stepfather kept on abusing me. I had to sell drugs for them. Um, playing with your friends was not an option for me. Um, if I played with my friends, I had to play with all these drugs stacked up under my clothes. And every time she would call me and she would say, come now in the house. And I knew that time when she called me, it was time to deliver the drugs to her. And yeah, the school was, was school became a place of escape. It, 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 it wasn't a place for me to, to where I can um, get educated. It was a place just for me to escape from home. Um, when I fell pregnant with my, my, my eldest daughter, I left school. I had no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, things just went from bad to worse. Um, I tried one suicide attempt, which oh God. failed. Um, when I fell pregnant with my second child, um, uh, I, I, I had to get out. I had to find some place to, just to get out of this. Um, so I went to a, a shelter that looks after people that care for the needy and the destitute people. And I got shelter there and stayed there for quite a long time. And there's where I met my, my ex-husband, um, got married. Um, he was the perfect gentleman at that time until we got married and after that, it was the racism, abuse, the physical abuse from mm-hmm. him, and um, we we eventually left Cape Town, and we went to stay in the Eastern Cape, far from my mother. I left my children with my mother. I couldn't face my children any longer, knowing the secret that I carried all uh, these years of the abuse and that. And here I found myself from one abusive to another abusive relationship. Um, it just it just went bad. I I never knew peop, a person can can get so abused. It was just beyond my mind. I couldn't comprehend it. Were you ever hospitalized because of any of the injuries that you sustained as a child? Um, I could not go to hospital. The only time I saw a doctor is when my mother beat me up and took me to the doctor herself. Um, that's the only time I saw a doctor through uh, my mother's physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, um, at that time when a doctor sees you and they know that you're you, you, I had to lie for her. I had to constantly protect her also at the same time because as much as she was abusing me, I didn't want her to get into any trouble for what she's doing to me. She was still your mother, and you were protecting her even though she was abusing you. Although she was abusing me, I, I protected her mm-hmm. from the, 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 the law um, because I didn't want to lose her as 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 my mother too, I had no father, Certainly. 
My father was never in my life. And my grandmother's old, and I didn't want to lose my mother at the same time, too. What was your family's reaction to you going and saying, I'm going to write a book? I'm going to spill the beans. I'm going to, I'm going to tell everyone what happened. Uh, I first had to speak to my two daughters about it, you know, because mm-hmm. they are just as much as I was the victim of the abuse. Um, they were just as part of it, um, in a sense of the, they, they didn't know that this man that they called grandpa is their father. So I had to first clear the channels with them. And um, after clearing with them and talking to them about what I'm about to do and asking their permission first, they, mm-hmm. they gave me the heads up. They said, you know what, Mom, go for it. There's so many girls that you can help and so many girls that you can encourage through your story and I don't think I would have been able to have done it um, if I didn't have the support of my family and they supported me, my husband just loved me through this and it was it was a real journey for me to write that book How did How did you feel as you were writing and reliving the experiences that had scarred you so heavily, so deeply? Oh, it. You know, when I started off, um, you know, uh, it was just, it's like going into yourself, opening that wound, mm-hmm. and just basically cleaning it out. It was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare for me to do it. Um, to go into myself, it's like reliving it and putting it on paper as I'm reliving it. It was very emotional. There was times when I was writing and I, and I, my mind was just racing and I would, uh, I couldn't concentrate. I would just put my computer down, walk around the house, or walk mm-hmm. up and down in the house, trying to just think of something positive and of something good before I went back writing uh, 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 the, the, the chapter that I was on. It was, it was a very emotional thing for me to, to write this book. It, it, it comes from my heart. It, it, really, it, it was mm-hmm. ha- heartbreaking, but at the same time, I was healing at the same time writing it. And I can just say it was it was an emotional journey for me to write this book. Explanation: Our special guest to this hour is Josephine Slabert. She is the author of a of a a book that is based on her life. It's entitled "Is There Anybody Out There?" A memoir of abuse and triumph. It's available at authorhouse.com, Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble. And she's uh, talking to us uh, this afternoon from her home in South Africa. Josephine, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. Uh, please, uh, please stand by. Exxon Nation, as I said, Josephine is our guest. We're talking about constant fear, constant pain. Why abused children blame themselves. And there's no reason for anyone to be abused financially, physically, or mentally. If you are being abused, if you know someone who is being abused and they need your help, give it to them. 
But if you are getting abused, there are many venues that you can seek out for help. There are people there who will help you. Your doctor, your minister, your religious leader, the police. Those three magic numbers, 911. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. .exoneradiotv.com One eight hundred six ten seven zero three five worldwide toll free email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger Exxon Radio TV at hotmail.com and our website www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Josephine Slabbert. We're talking about her book, Is There Anybody Out There? A Memoir of Abuse and Triumph. All right, so you've talked to your two daughters and you explained to them what the real story was that their grandfather was actually their father. I'm sure that it was a very heartfelt conversation that you had with them. You wrote the book. You had, there were times when you were struggling because you were reliving all those times, all that abuse, all those horrible memories that you had tried so hard to bury. The book is written. What happens? How? What is the reaction of the perpetrators that you had mentioned in your book? Um, well, the perpetrators, they, um, while I've uh, um, obviously left my ex-husband, mm-hmm. um, haven't been in contact with him for a very, very long time. Um, 
My, my, my stepfather, while him and my mother is, believe it or not, still together. Holy cow. Um, yes. Um, well, I, I have learned, um, you know, when I spoke to my children, I have, I'm a born-again Christian now, and um, that made it so easy to forgive him. I would have never have done that if, if it wasn't for my faith in God. Um, that strengthened me to forgive him because I held this grudge in my heart for so long. Um, I could never become what I wanted to become. I always wanted to be uh, a magistrate. Uh, um, that was my dream, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, that I wanted to be a magistrate, and I could never become one because of what happened. I blamed my mother. I blamed uh, him, and I blamed myself. The worst thing was I blamed myself for what has what had happened to me, and um, yeah, I was, my, my my faith in God made it easy for me to forgive Him of what He has done to me. Although He never sat down with me and said, "You know, I'm sorry. Forgive me what I've done." I forgave Him, and um, I the perpetrator. He he um. He didn't say much when I when he heard that I wrote this book. Um, there wasn't much for him to say. Um, he had to accept it. Um, at, at the end of the day, um, I was the victim in this in this book, and um, yeah, he he accepted accepted it that I wrote the book about him and what has happened, what he has done to me, and. We haven't spoken about it, actually sat down to speak about it. Just through the the grapevine, hearing from my children when they speak to him, mm -hmm. you know, they would tell me, no, he, 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 he said he was, he, that I had a lot of courage writing this book. And um, I think he feels more guilty of what he has done to me now. But I have no ill feelings to him. I have no grudge against him. I had to forgive him for, for, for my sake mm -hmm. and for my children's sake because at the end of the day, they, although they knew what he has done to me, yes. they still accept him as their father and they respect him. I am so... I, I, I marvel at to see how my children still respect him knowing what he has done to their mother. I, I really honor them for that, for doing that. Um, I have a relationship with the perpetrator as far as the the, 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 the bond between uh, uh, the relationship he has with the children, but I, res I respect him. I don't see much of them because mm -hmm. I stay very, very far from them. Um, so I see them maybe twice a year, and when I do see him, I, I speak with to him with respect, um, which I could never do before. Um, so there is a bit of a balance there. The people who have read your book, do they contact you and do they share stories with you? Do they thank you for having the courage to bring this dirty secret from out of behind closed doors into, into the public so that it can be once and for all addressed and that do they understand that they have nothing to shame, that they were victims, not 
not the not the reason why it happened? You know, I was surprised at the response that I got from the people that read my book. I got these encouraging messages. They they would say, "Wow, Josephine, you know, we we." We, we really have such great respect for you and we honor you for coming out with your story. And you will be surprised through how mm-hmm. many people has gone through almost something similar to that. And really? by reading that book, it made them feel, felt more bold to come out with their own stories. And it was a real encourager for me to know that it has served a purpose. It has done something. Um, to them, it has made them feel that they are not to blame. They are not alone in this. I thought for many years I was the only child on this earth that is going through this thing until I met with people that went through the same thing and that also gave me the courage to come out and I felt secure to come out. I felt safe to come out. And there's where a lot of children, that's what a lot of children need. They just need to feel safe to come out if it's with a teacher mm-hmm. if it's with a pastor they just need to feel that safety to come out with this story and i'm so glad that this book has done that for so many readers you know we were talking we're talking about the the children and you know it's you know i'm a dad i i'm a grandfather and and I could I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom ever harming a child. I used to be in the police force, and I used to see child abuse. And nothing gave me a greater sense of accomplishment than throwing somebody in jail and making sure that they were incarcerated. They, you know, they they were held accountable for their crime, and that they were going to get the help that they needed. But, it, but it's also society's obligation to make sure a child is never put into this type of situation. And that if a child is, that they receive the proper care and treatment that they're going to need. Because the psychological uh, damage that is done to a child in an abusive situation, and as well as the physical, you know, people who live outside of the box, Josephine, really have no idea. And that's why I believe... Your book is so important, and I thank you for writing it. Josephine, are you there? Yes, uh, we're breaking up. I think we're breaking up. Okay. No, we're we're fine now. We're fine. No. Okay. I I, I was just I was just saying how 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 happy I am that you wrote your book because it's part of a mending process that society likes to ignore. It's a dirty little secret that people really don't want to talk about unless it touches them. I was walking with the shame around for so many years. It tortured me. It tormented mm-hmm. me because I could never speak to someone. The yeah. society failed me. My mother failed me. My dad wasn't around. Who can I talk to? Who can I tell? I had to walk around with this secret, looking daily in the faces of my my two children um, and walk around and feel, what what did I do to deserve that? What was my role? What did I do 
Did I do something yeah. wrong? You see, you, you're, um, you're saying it's my fault. What did I do that was wrong? Instead, instead of a child doesn't understand that they are a victim. They're victimized, yeah. just like anyone, just like an adult who's in an abusive situation, whether they're it's boyfriend, girlfriend, or whether it's husband and wife. There are so many people who are living in secrets and living with their secrets because they don't have anyone to talk to until it's too late. Until it's too late. And, you know, uh, when, like I said, looking at my children now, seeing mm-hmm. how they, they, they grow up and knowing that there is so many children out there that 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 is being abused and yeah i'm sitting with this secret i need to come out the closet i need to 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 to, to bring it into the public eye and say listen you are not the victim you did not cause the problem you are the victim and you know i went as far as the when i came out with the secret i went to go report it to the police um, my stepfather was locked up. He was put in prison for a, a, um, a while to attend court and it. Mm-hmm. And my two children, they came to me and they said, Mommy, please, please, that is our father. Oh, God. Please help him. Please don't let him go to prison. Don't let us visit our father behind bars, Mommy. And... I looked at them and I and I and I just broke and I, I thought, you know, I am trying to I'm trying to protect so many two mm-hmm. at the same time. And I want to protect you guys. I'm not taking out any revenge. This man has done wrong and the law is there for people like him. And when they begged me I I went to the, the to the um public prosecutor and I and I went and I said I I need to withdraw this charge with my my children. They they couldn't concentrate in this in school. My one daughter she dropped out. She became totally rebellious. Um, I said I can't do this to my children. I can't. And I withdraw the case. And she didn't want me to withdraw the case. And I said for the sake of my children, I need to do this. And I withdrew the case. And he came out of prison. Um, thanking me, and I said to me, you know what? I didn't do it for you. I did it for them. I did it for them. And um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. my secret, there's many people with the same secret, and I would encourage them so much. Come out. You can only do good by coming out with it. It's no, it's no use hanging on to the secret that is eating away at you. I, mean, I came out this, with the secret. I thought it was going to change my, my mother's attitude. Um, she was upset for a couple of weeks, but she still was a man. I cannot change that, but I felt free when I came out of it. I felt free, and I, I, I could love my life. I could now start loving my life. That was holding me back all these years. Nelson Mandela is a true forgiver and uh, someone who believes in reconciliation. Uh, You know, how do you feel about Nelson Mandela and and what he has done for South Africa? Wow, what a man. Yeah, this man goes to prison for 27 years. Mm -hmm. 
he didn't go to prison for a crime that he committed. He went to prison just for freedom's sake. Yeah. He goes to prison for 27 years. He lives under the harshest conditions in the worst prison in South Africa. He comes out, he takes his first step of freedom after 27 years and shakes the hands of the very same people that put him there. I can just say I admire such a man. Not only did he, he, open, did he close, break the barriers of oppression and apartheid in our country, he reconciled so many races together in our country. He opened so many doors for, for our sports and our, and our soccer and our rugby. Mm-hmm. I can say, I can just honor that man for he's 93 years old and he's still going strong, still changing lives, still making a difference in our country. Um, with that attitude of forgiveness and reconciliation, he has not only been an example to, to, to us as South Africans, but so to many around the world. He is, he is a true biblical expression of a person who show us how to forgive people. Josephine, stand by. I've got to take my final break here. Josephine Slabert's our special guest, Exxon Nation. She is the author of Is There Anybody Out There? A memoir of abuse and triumph. It's available Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com, AuthorHouse.com, and many other online bookstores. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Josephine Slabbert is our special guest, Exxon Nation, and uh, I must tell you, it's been a very, very heartfelt hour discussing her life of abuse. Uh, you know, she grew up in a house full of drug addicts, rapists, thieves, and pimps. She was raped multiple times, lived in constant fear, suffered physical abuse, and was forced to deal drugs. Then she made a decision that was going to change her life and the life of all of those around her by telling her two daughters that the person they actually thought was their grandfather was in fact their father. Her daughters agreed that 
her story should be told. It has been told. And if, if there are people around the world who have stories that they'd like to share with you, how can they contact you, Josephine? Well, they can contact me by email to um, on my, read my story at rocketmail.com or they can write to me at Josephine Slubbert, 8 Margaret Street, Tarkastat, 5370, South Africa. And I'll be honored if they, I'll be really honored if they um, write to me or email me. It's so nice to hear other people's side of the story. And it's and I will also be gladly respond to, to the emails or to the, the, the mail that they send to me. And I just want to reach out to as many as I can and just make a difference and change lives. Even if that book was just written for one person out in this world, it was worth it. I won't change a thing. It was worth it if it can help another person that has gone through the same thing like I've gone through. And I would just encourage the readers and encourage the listeners, do not be afraid. Do not. There is help out there. Never think that you're alone. There is help and, there, and people to help you and to encourage you. And you don't need to put your life on hold for someone else that has done you wrong. There is life. There is a life to live. And, and, and there's so many people that you can also reach out and help and, 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 and be a witness to it and encourage. And it has been a real pleasure being on the show. And I'm, I, I, I just pray and hope that so many listeners will just go out there, buy the book, and give it to a friend, give it to someone uh, and, and encourage them to, 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 to come out with a uh, story. Nothing is so dirty that it can't be cleaned up. Josephine, I, I, I've just run out of time for tonight, but I do want to thank you so much. Explanation, the name of Josephine's book is Is There Anybody Out There? A Memoir of Abuse and Triumph. It's available online at all online book centers. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.